Hello, everyone, and welcome to Locked On Flames. We are just days away from a finalized roster needing to be handed into the league. And is Sonny Milano set for the NHL, or will he be released from his PTO? Find out today on Locked On Flames. Your Locked On Flames, your daily podcast on the Calgary Flames. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, everyone, and welcome to or welcome back to Locked on Flames. As always, I'm your host, Jess Belmosto, and thank you so much for joining me in another episode as we close in closer to the regular season where the Calgary Flames are true contenders. But before we jump into all that good stuff, let's get the business out of the way. Make sure you're subscribed to Lockdown Flames wherever you get your podcasts. And remember that we are here for you Monday through Friday on your favorite streaming platforms as well as YouTube. The Flames. The Flames. Okay? They should shut down the Seattle Kraken 4-1 to Monday evening. And I am very impressed with this offense. I think that's one thing that has really shine, shown through shined through this preseason and I love what we are seeing Andrew Mangiapane made his preseason debut he is working his way back Oliver Shillington is still away from the team at the moment but Chris Tanev is also making positive steps in his recovery after that torn labrum and an injury that was initially reported as a sprained neck and then the organization kind of backtracked and was like, no, we would never send him out there with a sprained neck. No way. Um, but yeah, he's working his way back and he actually had a goal Monday night. And that is something you love to see. It is nice to see the Flames secondary scoring kind of shine through as well. Last night, most of the goals were from defensemen, which I think is I don't know. You don't really see that too often. So it was Michael Stone. Michael Stone will be making this NHL roster. And I promise you, that man deserves a contract. Like, I know that the joke is like, okay, like every every August, you wait for him to sign that PTO. that, And then, you know, he makes the team and then is stapled to the press box, blah, blah, blah. But he has shown some great... Uh, just great games. Every time he's out on the ice, you just, you know that he can defend and also score. So who doesn't love a good 200-foot defenseman, right? Chris Tanev scored as well, and Noah Hannafin scored as well, uh, the third goal, but it was potentially tipped in by Blake Coleman. Blake, I love you, buddy, but we're going to say that Hannafin scored this just to keep the blue line all on that, uh, roster there but on the score sheet I love to see this you know why I love to see it because you are not relying heavily on your top six you aren't even relying on your forward group you aren't relying on anyone and it is great to see these defensemen shoot the puck and just bury it you know and I hate the cliche like oh you know you miss 100% of the shots you don't take yes In order to score goals, you have to shoot the puck. 
And we've seen that. We're seeing that from the defensemen. We are seeing these players take risks that they weren't maybe necessarily comfortable with last season. I love what we're seeing out of most of these Flames players. One player that I want to see do more is Sonny Milano. We're going to be talking a lot about him this episode. He he left a good taste in people's mouths finally. He didn't stand out for the wrong reasons. Didn't really stand out for anything spectacular. Uh, if you read uh, be, Beyond the Box Score from uh, Shane at <laughs> Flames Nation. Sorry, I just had a complete brain fart. Um and I'm going to read his segment on Milano. Someone who was good across the board tonight, despite some saying he looked lost, was Sonny Milano. He had a 56.69 expected goals for percentage. Was it any spec- anything spectacular that jumped off the page? No. He was always in the right spot with a bit of puck luck. He could have created a few more chances as well. Everyone always wants the new guy to come in and get scoring results. I just want to see consistent play in zone exits and maintaining ozone possession. It was a solid outing for him in those terms, which matters because the new waiver claim, Radim Zahorna, was just added to the roster spot competition. So there's a lot going on in Calgary. There are a lot of players fighting for that uh, roster spot, but the few, the limited roster spots, and I... I want to see Milano do more. I want to see him, like Shane said, I w- to have, it's not just about the offensive production. It is just about the simple hockey IQ fundamentals. Can you, cl- can you clear the puck? If the puck is on your stick, can you have solid zone entries? Can you read a play? Are you going to carry the puck well? Can you pass the puck and complete a pass? Do you know when to complete a pass? You know, just sort of the fundamental stuff that you really need to shine through. And you you, you got to have strong fundamentals in order to have a good game. You know, you can't just regress. We saw how bad the Flames were when they lost sight of fundamentals back in the 2021 20, season when it was the shortened season and they just looked like a beer league team. But I've talked about that team enough and I think that We can finally lay that to rest. But also, Kevin Rooney. Can we talk about Kevin Rooney for a second? Steph, I don't know if you're listening to this, but I think your man, Kevin Rooney, has really made himself a true contender uh, as a permanent penalty killer. I would say that. I thought that he looked very good out there. I think that he is, instead of fighting for a third line or fourth line spot, I think he could potentially be fighting for a third line, which is great because I don't think many of us expected him to come in and have that kind of potential here. Not that it's a bad hockey player, but you know, there, there are limited roles here in Calgary and just like limited roles. We do have to talk about Sonny Milano and uh, the possibility of him not making this team. But first, we are going to take a quick break to talk about our friends at Built Bar. If you haven't tried Built Bar Puffs yet, what are you doing? They are chocolatey, marshmallowy goodness mixed in with your favorite flavors. 
I love the cookie dough chunk puffs. They have a light, chewy texture with real cookie dough chunks. And of course, they're covered in 100% real chocolate. All the joys of eating cookie dough without the hassle of making it. It's healthy for you and you don't have to worry about any FDA uh, non-consumption list possibilities, right? No salmonella here. Run to Built.com to snag a box for you and the family. It will be a perfect treat, or you can find a really good hiding spot and just hoard them for yourself. What's great about Built is that their bars are made with collagen protein, which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides tons of health benefits, good hair, skin, and nails. Who doesn't love that? And eat something that tastes good and is good for you. You're going to love the new cookie dough chunk puff. Whether you need a snack for your workout, a late night treat, or just a quick bite, Built is, per is the perfect protein bar, and they taste just like a candy bar. Head on over to Built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off of your order. That is promo code LOCKED15. As always, I appreciate you all so much for tuning in to Locked on Flames, and make sure that you're subscribed wherever you get your podcasts. Sonny Milano. We all wanted him to come in on this PTO, which I'm, I'm grateful they did a PTO. I will be very grateful that they did a PTO versus um, a contract, just jumping right into the contract. I think that a professional tryout is a fair assessment. And I think that's what he's, it's unfortunate that he's like 25, 24, and he is already on PTOs. But um, what on earth are the Flames doing with him? What are they doing? I want to see this kid on a line with Kadri and Mangiapani. I think any, any, this goes for quite literally any team that has AHL players looking to make a jump, a PTO player that is a strong candidate for a top six position or really any position in the uh, roster. You need to put them with players that, will boost their um their ability that gives them something to work with you have to set them up for success i have seen several teams this offseason or this preseason rather not give players the benefit of the doubt or give them truly something to work with if you want a player to show you something and to maximize their pto and prove to you that they should be on this team, then you need to be putting them with players that they would be seeing some time with, you know, put them with players who have established themselves as NHL players. And I think that Kadri and Mangiapane would force him to play up to their level. And, you know, he was on a, on the second line at one point during camp and nothing nothing was working for him. And I just, I don't know if, you know, it's the, okay, we were eliminated and we didn't have any playoffs. So, you know, I had a really long off season and I'm still like getting back into the swing of things and finding my footing. I'm still finding my game and trying my best or, Hey, I have so much pressure on me because I've never really had to play for a contract like this before. Um, could it be like an ego Thing. I don't know, but I just, I want to see the Flames do something 
to help him. And I want him to help himself. You know, this isn't all on the Flames. I think, you know, at the end of the day, the Flames can't just be like, okay, yeah, Milano scored. No, Milano has to go out and find the back of the net. That's how that works. And what I've noticed is that players are being released from PTOs left and right. And the Flames haven't released either, well, I guess, any of their PTO candidates. I think it's obvious that Michael Stone is getting a contract. But they haven't released Cody Egan or Sonny Milano. Is this because they're giving them the full eight um, games, eight preseason games to do something? Are they getting the full camp experience? Or are they just going to try to work something else out? If Milano isn't going to go out there and score, is Sutter going to try to work his magic and bring a new element to his game? Possibly. I would not have expected this level of performance from Sonny Milano um, at the start of camp. If you told me that he was goalless through six games, I would have laughed and said, no, like, you're definitely not talking about Sonny Milano. There's no way. Um, And he just, he hasn't been impressive. Truly impressive, I should say. I think, you know, last night, he just, he was in the right places at the right time. Could that have been a luck and coincidence sort of thing? Or is he going out there and finally finding that spot where he needs to be? Is he in a position now where he wasn't last week? Does he have, you know, better chemistry? Is he working with coaches more? Is he working with some of the players? You know, what's going on off the ice that we don't see? You never know. I think that there's a lot of strong mentors on this team that could help him and could, you know, unfortunately... Time's getting shorter and shorter. He doesn't have much time left um, to figure out, you know, he has to prove himself. If he wants to make this NHL team, he has to, has to, has to do something good. And we're just, we're not seeing that. We're not seeing enough of that. We're not, you don't get a contract because you had one game where you played okay hockey, you know? So I'm... Just going to sit here and cross my fingers and hope that, you know, it is him who gets the contract and makes the roster spot instead of someone who they just claimed off of waivers who hasn't been in this organization. Or, you know, there are a ton of AHL players. I have a whole episode planned out about how I feel like the Flames fail their AHL prospects and their players, and we're going to dive right into that in another episode probably it's going to be at one point this week but it's just it's so frustrating to have them be like okay like we're going to claim this guy off of waivers uh push this guy out of his pto when you know that there's players in the ahl who could take that roster spot and probably for less money as well and i know that you know flat cap era you know it's like that but also what it just feels like they're not setting their own players up to succeed and it's it's a little odd behavior but coming up next i'm going to talk about players that i want to see succeed in the second to last game or preseason game against the winnipeg jets 
as always, thank you so much for tuning into Locked on Flames. I appreciate you. You are just, uh, thank you. I see your support um, on Twitter and through socials. And remember to follow me on Twitter at JessBelmosto and the show's Twitter feed at LO underscore Flames Pod. Tomorrow is the second to last uh, preseason game against the Winnipeg Jets, right? I, I guess they're walking there or taking a bus because there are no, there's no airport in Winnipeg, right? But we don't know the rosters yet, but I have a feeling that this is going to be an NHL-ready roster. This is going to be what they're rolling with against the Avs next week, um, which is really wild to think about that the regular season starts next week. I feel like we were just in July waiting for Elliot Friedman to tweet that Johnny had signed an extension or wherever, but it does feel like that was forever ago. But right now we have to just cross our fingers and hope that, you know, the players we want to succeed, succeed. And whether those players are, you know, players on PTOs are on, uh, you know, the AHL affiliate or wherever they are in their development. We just, I think the bigger thing about being a hockey fan is rooting for their success. It's not always about a team. You know, I think uh, there's, there's players throughout every organization that have been quote unquote failed because of development, because of just, issues within the organization or lack of roster spots, things like that, you know? But I think that the Flames have a few good chances there to have just some players crack the NHL roster and stay there. I am interested to see what the waivers look like for tomorrow. I'm interested. There were a few players, actually, that I – um was shocked to see go on waivers today. And I know, I know, I got a, I got a review saying, well, she talks more about the Bruins and the Flames. But no, I was truly shocked to see Oscar seen on uh, waivers. If he would like to join the Swedish Mafia in the Flames locker room, I would greatly appreciate it. He is a, would be a fantastic bottom six edition. But anyways, um, it, it's, it's do or die time. It is do or die time for these players. And I want I don't want I need to see Sonny Milano have a stronger game if he wants this contract if he wants to revitalize his game under Daryl Sutter he needs to go out there and have those the solid zone entries strong puck control he needs to have stamina he needs to bring something to the to the team that is going to attract the eyes and pull the eyes of Daryl Sutter and the coaches and everyone else in the right way. That's the thing. It has to be in the right way because we know if you do one thing wrong, it's over for you. You know, there is very much a what have you done for me lately mentality in this locker room from the coaches and from the higher ups in the organization. If Sonny Milano wants to have that contract signed and money deposited into his bank account, then he needs to go out there and pull the eyes in the right way. Andrew Mangiapane is another player I think we should be watching. Uh, I would assume that he'll be playing. He needs to be getting more reps in and 
kind of finding his game before the season starts when you miss preseason um, in camp. You are absolutely behind. You're very much behind the eight ball, especially at this point. It's October 4th. Your season starts next week. What are we doing? Um, I just I, I want to see him getting more reps in and finding his his footing again. You know, I think everybody kind of has to come out here, especially in training camp. The early days are quite literally all about shedding that off-season blip. I don't know how else to describe it, but just the off-season funk that you're in. You know, you're not out there on the ice every morning for a game. You had a long season it ended poorly. You have to find yourself. You have to find your confidence. You have to find your pizzazz. You have to find a bread man within you and rise up. And I think that we'll find that. And so I wouldn't be surprised if his season starts slow. I would not be surprised. And then, of course, my third player to watch is any of the AHL players that will be making this roster or that we'll be seeing next time tomorrow night. I want to see them have a good game and not in terms of I expect them to make the roster or, you know, they have a good game so they should be on the roster, but because they'll be on the mind of uh, players or sorry, the coaches in the organization when it's time for a call up, you know, when a player does unfortunately get hurt, who are they going to call? No, it's not going to be Ghostbusters. It's going to be whoever put on, you know, you're only as good as your last performance. And I think that, and I think that that kind of has to leave the mentality for a lot of these players tomorrow and Friday. When the preseason ends, I think that it just has to be that that performance and prove to everyone that you want to make this team. You want to go out there and you want to do something to do something big. You want to be part of this team. You want to be part of this team. You want to be part of this chemistry. You want to be part of a winning organization and contribute to that. You know, you don't. You know, you don't get to just ride along. Ride along. You don't get to just you don't get to just ride the coattails ride the coattails of all these other players. If you're, you're gonna, if you're up with the team, it's because you're contributing. And I think that that's, and I think kind, of that's kind of something that these prospects, these prospects, as well as as well as some grinders, you know, grinders, you know a lot of guys, guys, young guys who probably go out there and, out there and be more effective than a Trevor than Lewis, a Trevor Lewis or a Milan Lucci or a Brett Ritchie. So that's so that's just something to think about as we head into the second class and preseason game of the Flames. Of the Flames, twenty twenty two, twenty twenty three season. Thank you all. And thank you all so much for tuning in. Always, as always, I'm just from I'm more than happy. More than happy here for you. We're locked on. We're locked on. Please follow the show. Follow the show on Twitter at underscore and you can follow me on Twitter at Belmont. More importantly, more importantly, show wherever you show wherever you get your podcast streaming service, of course, and of course as well as well on YouTube and YouTube and start a conversation. Start a conversation, and I look forward to hearing from you. Bye bye.